<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Buffalo Plus podcast. When you get a chance, please make sure to rate us. Make sure to comment on the podcast. Make sure to tell your friends about it. And go ahead and rate the bills, too, because we're going to rate them. Dan Fates and I are here together. It's not going to be good. We're going to rip everybody. That was ugly. That was a total collapse, Dan, from head coach, coordinators, Josh Allen, offense, defense, situational football, it was a mess. To say it bluntly, that was a game that we talked about on the Buffalo Plus YouTube channel. We recapped uh, right after the game, too. The fact that that game felt like a pre-Josh Allen Bills loss, like where they found a way to lose, that they grabbed defeat from the jaws of victory. Yep. Was that that was how the game went. Because we could look and there are positives to take away from this game. And we will rip everybody. But there were positives to take away from this game. Stephon Diggs once again. Gabe Davis getting involved. Um Ed Oliver. McKenzie. Ed Isaiah, Oliver. Like yep. there were plays. And they made plays. Just nobody was able to make a play in the biggest moment. And that is a big problem. You're at home. You're up by 17 points. You are dominating the Vikings. Kirk Cousins is putting the ball on the numbers to your defense. He's stepping on his guard's foot half the time. I mean, they made so many mistakes. And the Bills, it was right there. They kicked that field goal to go up by 17. Yep, which I was fine with. Yeah, because at that point, yes. You you go from a two-possession game to a three-possession game. I like the move. And then it all went downhill. All right, we're going to race through them, the mistakes. But I'm going to start with the quarterback. And I'll start by saying this. Everybody listening to this, you love Josh Allen. You have a reason to love Josh Allen. He's a franchise quarterback. He has been a superstar in the league. And he still makes plays. But he has hurt his team the last few weeks, has absolutely hurt his football team with his mistakes playing loose with the football, putting it in harm's way at the most inopportune times. Yeah. Uh, he said it last week. It's tough to win when your quarterback plays like shit. Um, and I think he would pretty much say he played like shit again this week. Yeah. Uh, it, it, very telling. The red zone turnovers are baffling to me. and It's five games in a row. 
baffling. Five games in a row, they've turned the ball over in the red zone. And they've done it in a variety of ways um, between turnovers on downs, fumbles, and you know just interceptions. interceptions. Yeah. I, 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 again, I, I try not to look at things because everything hindsight is 2020, but the decision to go for it in the fourth quarter when it was a 10-point game, I was fine with. It was fourth and two. You go for it because even a field goal, it still stays a two-possession game. We don't know what's going to happen from there. Yeah, Josh has to put one into the end zone. Unfortunately, it gets returned back to the 31, and the Vikings go down and kick a field goal. Like all, all, or the touchdown, miss the extra point. It All a cluster from there because it's just another one of those plays where Josh, Josh just isn't seeing things clearly enough in the red zone in my eyes. All right. Um I'm putting some of this on Dorsey. Josh is not comfortable. It's on, I'm saying right off the get-go, he's got to play better. He's your star quarterback. He was an MVP candidate. That's off the board right now. Yep. Could he get himself back in it? If you care, sure, he could. He's going to have to be spectacular because this gets written in a certain way. And he's had big mistakes. But he does not look confident. And Dan... He doesn't look confident, especially in the second half of games. This is three in a row. All they've done is kick field goals. They've made mistakes. They've given the ball up. It is embarrassing how bad they are in the second half of games. Defenses make adjustments. Ken Dorsey has done a very good job. Opening scripts, first halves have been fine. I I really don't have any complaints. There are times where I sit there and go, man, it's like you're pressing, it's the old Staples commercial. You're pressing the button. That was easy and, and all those things. But when defenses have made adjustments in game, Dorsey has struggled mightily to make adjustments to those. They have been, they have not scored a touchdown in the second half since Kansas City. Three games in a row. They have been outscored in the second half 42 to 13. They are too good of a team offensively to have that happen. Once again, you win in Kansas City in the regular season, and then it all goes to hell from that point in the middle of the season. And it's even worse this year than last year. Well, I guess last year was what? When they lost the Jags and then they got blown out by the Colts? Yep. Yeah, so that was a bad stretch. This is really bad, and what concerns me is it's Josh Allen. Like, I'd always think when they'd make mistakes, like, I mean, even go back to the playoff game last year, Josh Allen was incredible. And they still found a way to lose. So we had other people to blame. But right now, it's not all on him. But in this game, Diggs was Diggs. He was great. Yep. Gabe Davis made plays. Yep. Isaiah McKenzie made some plays. Devin Singletary they made some. They ran the ball pretty well until, again, you say it all the time, until they needed to. And then they couldn't run the ball. So let's go to – let's go. That, like, that's the thing, Mike. And like I said, yeah. we, we can spend – 50 minutes doing a podcast ripping apart everything but there were times when like like things clicked and that's what i'm saying like we can't sit there and be like well nobody stepped up and made a play like christian benford stepped up and made plays dane jackson stepped up made plays uh demar hamlin had a couple of really nice tackles for losses all those things but when they needed it most they would get a sack on third down but then they would allow a fourth down conversion of 22 yards how about the fourth and 18 all right Justin Jefferson monster is a monster he just is he is 
I, why Kirk Cousins doesn't throw him the ball in every single play besides me? Yeah, he went to sleep there a little bit in the third quarter, and then he came back. That fourth and 18 play, it's Cam Lewis behind him. Cam goes up. He said he should have knocked the ball down. He went up, tried to catch it. When you watch that replay, it's Cam Lewis with two hands on the ball, Jefferson with one, and he somehow maintains it all the way down and then keeps it from hitting the ground and has possession. In the circumstance it was, it's not a playoff game, so it's not the game, it's the circumstances of this game. Fourth and 18, game's basically over if he doesn't make that play. Yep. And he does. So that's a special player making a special play. But let's go beyond that. Okay, they got the ball. They start moving down the field. Bills can't stop them. Then they get to the goal line, and they've got that fourth down. And Jordan Phillips made a lot of plays, not smart, jumps off sides, and they drop the touchdown. Yep. And that was um, Hawkinson? No, it was um, um, Superstar, running back. Oh, Cook? Cook. Yeah. Drops the ball, bobbles it, drops it. And you're like, Bill's ball, and then hold on. Okay, they get another chance. It's still fourth down. And Kirk Cousins has six inches to go and goes three. And you're like, I can't believe the Bills just stopped them at the goal line. Tell everybody what you were doing on the field. So this is, I mean, the... The Bills bench where the defense sits is on the far side closer to the tunnel. So this Kirk got stuffed and stopped on the tunnel, the end zone away from the tunnel. So I went back and they reviewed it. So I'm getting shots of Bills defensive players just losing their mind. Tyrell Dotson is practically in tears, hugging Shaq Lawson, Jordan Phillips, and Ed Oliver because for as crazy as that game was, the Bills had just defense had just made the goal line stop of the year to win the game you're going to be seven and two and your defense just put their nuts on the line and made a huge stop how like that's so rare we always talk about quarterback sneaks to get a yard like that's so rare to be stopped and they did it and they were so close I mean they're on the line basically and they stop them so the Bills get the ball and not even paying attention they are inside the one it's tight and I'm thinking to myself, my first thought was, does it make sense to take a safety, safety. here? But there yep. was too much time. Correct. But I thought, okay, the worst case scenario, Josh takes the snap, they get no push, he goes into the end zone, it's terrible, it's a safety, you could now lose the game on a field goal, on a field goal but you're kicking a free kick from the 20, there would only have been 30 seconds left, and yes, I know, 13 seconds, blah, 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 Jefferson on the field, but... You would have been able to defend it. They would have gotten the ball probably at their own 25. They would have needed to gain with no timeouts, 35, 40 yards to kick a field goal against yep. the wind. Yep. You would have been in pretty good shape. Instead, Josh doesn't handle the snap. And I got to tell you, um, you know, they talked about it afterward. Mitch Morris always takes the heat, like says, it's on us. Blah, blah, blah. Josh did Josh the same. didn't handle the snap. Yeah. And I don't know if he was rattled a little bit, whatever it is. So you give the ball away, touchdown. It is, it's not, I said this before, you're too young for this. I know it because it's Eagles history. Joe Pisarczyk fumbling, Herman Edwards running for a touchdown. The miracle at the Meadowlands. Yep. Because the game was over. It's a little different here because the circumstances put you in a spot where you can't just take a knee. You're in the end zone. 
but it's the simplest play. But it, and not only that, you look at it again, like Josh never got the snap. And yeah. that's not because I don't think Mitch short-armed it. It didn't look like, you know, there, there are times where you look at it and you're like, center didn't get the ball back. Center got the ball there. Josh started to run and tried to get that push before he had the ball. Like, Mitch can say it's his fault, and I get it. There's, I don't know who's – Wasn't Mitch's fault. What, what percentage you want to put, you know, to what person. But that has got to fall on Josh because you – the worst – the worst case scenario, like you said, Mike, is a safety. The unbelievable cannot happen in a million attempts is to fumble it in the end zone. That and that is what happened. <clears throat> well, the Bills were fortunate that it was a touchdown because if the ball would have been at the goal line, it Correct. might have taken more time off the clock. So it didn't. So they got the ball, and you figure, okay, they have a chance. And he leads a really nice drive, and they kick the field goal. They made the right call. It was, what, five seconds left yep. after that pass interference? Absolutely. <clears throat> Excuse me for a second. They kicked the field goal. Now you go to overtime. All right, defense, step up. Vikings drive down the field. But again, to your point, the defense made some plays. Yep. And they kept them out of the end zone, which in the in the NFL, in these overtime situations, keep them out of the end zone, you still have a chance if they kick the field goal. So they kicked the field goal. Fine. It would have been better to get nothing, but they got the field goal. And then the Bills get, and they're moving down the field. Josh, two big, two big twenty-yard scrambles. You got to see some of that frustration um, on, on the second one that got them inside Vikings territory. You know, Josh has kind of had that aura, and he had that look in his eye that we've come to know of, like the Josh Allen experience. Yeah, I've made some shitty plays, but watch this. I'm going to win the game. Watch me put this team on my back, and 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 you know, put it all on my shoulders, coach, and I got this. And then Mike. Another interception. Patrick Peterson gets him. It was a poor decision, a bad throw. And look, I, we were talking about it. A tie was on the table. Okay? Yep. You, you're in field goal range. He's going to make that. There's limited yeah. time. The Vikings would have gotten the ball back with a chance to win it. I get it. Didn't guarantee it. But on fourth down, if you're fourth and 12, you're kicking the field goal to tie the game. Yep. It's second down. Josh. I know you want to win the game, but it's a terrible decision. And, you know, there's been times when we've nitpicked on Josh. And I get it where fans get upset because it's like the guy does so many things well. Yeah. But he's making really bad mistakes now. Three turnovers in this game. Red zone mistakes. Last week, a mistake in the Jets' red zone. Yep. A mistake in the Bills' own red zone inside their yep. 20. Those kind of mistakes. These are the things we thought he was past. I mean, I'm not honestly Correct. I'm not comparing him to Brady, but I'll compare him to Brady. Either Brady has none or one red zone interception in like the last, I, I'm, I'm going to make up a number. It's like in his last 12 years or something. He just doesn't throw red zone interceptions or he's got one. Like it's crazy. He just yeah. never does it because you can't give away points there. And Josh did. And it was brutal. And, Dan, you were standing on the field, and you you felt viscerally feel that frustration from Josh. Yeah, it, so, as soon as the interception happened, Patrick Pearson went down. I went, obviously, go out and shoot Josh Allen. And um, it was the most upset I'd seen him ever. And then at the podium, it was, like you used the word despondent, that I've ever seen him at the podium. 
you're talking about the podium and he's in there doing interviews and he he takes it on himself i get it i said last week he takes it on himself and he earned that yep. and then he earned it again this week i'm talking about on the field yeah where there's still players there there's fans there i know it's right at the end of the game i love that he plays with passion yeah but he is screaming a word so you can guess the word yeah slamming his helmet down and the reason i bring it up you were doing that at home right any yep. fan was screaming i get it you're upset but I, I, when I watch that, I feel something with him. It's not just the frustration of that play. It's the frustration of at the moment where this season is going. Yeah, I, I think that that's totally true. And, you know, Josh said this is the most upset he has been since Kansas City last year. Like, And, and, and for some of you go, well, well, the Houston loss, Josh was different in the sense of, you're talking about the playoff loss. The Houston, Houston playoff. A few years yeah, ago. like where didn't it was like. You didn't even know what to be upset about. Correct. But to me, it, it was the sense of like, whoa, I'm like, what what just happened? He I, didn't I, even know no, what he had screwed uh, up or yes. what they had lost. His head was spinning so much. But right. this game, it was the frustration of, I'm shooting my team in the foot. It's not the team, I'm shooting the team. And, and because it's, it's mistake after mistake. Yeah. And it's, you know, that's why I said, I'm saying this. I think there's an element of frustration with Ken Dorsey. He doesn't say it. He'll never say it. Yep. But these second halves are embarrassing. I'll say it again. Embarrassing that they get field goals. They can't score a touchdown. This is the Buffalo Bills. They've got Stephon Diggs. Gabe Davis had a good game. Isaiah McKenzie made plays. You have Josh freaking Allen, and you're scoring three points against the Packers, the Jets, and now against the Vikings in the second half. And the Vikings have one of the worst red zone defenses in the league. They were allowing touchdowns on 80% of their opponents' trips. And the Bills started out great with two touchdowns. Running the ball in the red zone early in the game. So it's immense frustration. Sean McDermott, we talked about him going for the field goal in that point. You know, you can nitpick that. It would have put him up there. The defense wasn't stopping anybody. I think yep. he wanted the touchdown to I think end he, it. Yep, I think he wanted to step on their throw um, and try and put that game away. I don't have a problem with it. Nope. And that goes back to what? No, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, like, Von Miller's been saying about this team all year is that you, we want to dominate teams and all these things. Like, they just haven't been that. The other thing Von always says is don't blink. And what so, Diggs say? Diggs says that we're blinking. Like, that's not to say this team is panicking but I'm saying they have the awareness of looking at it going, well, shit, this isn't going well. And I think that's part of the Josh Allen frustration, um, part of the head-scratching play-calling, too, to some respects. Like I said, I think this is part of the learning curve of Ken Dorsey. The problem is there ain't no time for learning nope. curves. This is – now we're past the halfway point of the season, and – I do think they're going to start. They'll start winning again. They're too good of a team. They have lost these close games with dumb plays. They choked this game away. I mean, yep. that's a choke. Yeah, that's a choke. Up 17 in the second half against the Vikings. You got to win that game. But I, uh, I think there is something. Now look, here's what else is missing defensively. You're missing Poyer and Hyde. You see it in big moments. The 81-yard run. I mean, it's Cam Lewis out there. He takes a step forward, like playing safety. Like you can't do that. And then it's a touchdown. Um, 
you know, those plays that we've seen them make. Those guys aren't out there. Now, hopefully, Poyer's back. By the way, I got to see Trey White on the field. I know he's coming back from a serious injury. I need to see him back out there. This team needs him. They need a veteran. They need another guy. Yeah. And I think he's healthy. I know it's a lot to go through. He's been through a lot. This team needs a guy like that, a veteran who's been around. They well, need him back. Well, and I think he's that, close, but they need him on the field. Well, and I think not only that, I think you need the emotional spark. Yep. Uh, I think this team is um, had their confidence shaken. I think they're looking around, and especially if I'm Matt Milano, I'm looking around going, where's Tremaine? What? Where's They missed him today when he went out in the second yep. half. Where's Poyer? Where's Hyde? You're kind of looking around looking for somebody to calm down everything, to, to, to kind of settle in the second half. I think Vaughn is – is part of that, but I think it's he's also new. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I don't okay. know. I think we're we're on everybody today, and Vaughn's very gracious with his time. Likes to talk. We all know that. It's his twelfth year in the league. Okay, in the post game, and I I understand the context where Vaughn speaks from the perspective of a guy who has been there, done that, and he. It's a made it's man. Good. He's a made man in this league. He's got his Super Bowls. Millions and millions of dollars. Hall of Famer. He's got all that stuff, and he still plays at a high level. You know, it's very rare that a guy gets to do that and be that guy. But, Dan, he's talking about having fun. I had fun out there today. I, I understand. I think his teammates probably understand, too. I don't want to hear you had fun. No. There was no fun in that game. No. Nope. might have moments. Save that for another time. Saying you enjoy the games, you enjoy the competition. You would have thought him and Josh played different games. Yeah, like Josh Allen didn't have any fun. Yeah. Josh I, Allen came in and said losing sucks. Am I making too much of that? No, I. We don't know Vaughn. We don't know how his his you know he seems to be a great locker room guy. Everything we've heard, I'm like I'm not putting that into question. What I'm putting into question is. You can say that on Wednesday. I don't know if I necessarily want to hear that 20 minutes after a crushing collapse and loss. When your teammate, the guy who played with the banged-up elbow, the guy who has led you or this franchise and you a little bit in the time you've been here, is slamming is his helmet despondent. and screaming the up bomb. I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear fun. And I may, I may. You probably listen. And you think, oh, don't make such a big deal about it. I'm not making a huge deal about it, but. I wonder if there's another gear here. I don't think guys need to be getting on Josh. I think Josh will be so tough on himself. Yeah. But something needs to give there. He needs something. And I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. He doesn't look comfortable. He doesn't look as happy. He's pressing. Mm -hmm. And then to hear, you know, to hear Vaughn talk about that and – you know, I get it. I get the idea of we're not, we're not, you know, we're still six and three. I get that. Yeah. You're still six and three. Yep. You're still six and three. And then you'll be saying we're six and four or six and five. Like, that happens. And I get it that when he was with the Rams, they lost three in a row. And I get it when he was in Denver, they lost. That ain't this team. That yep. ain't this moment. That's not this team that beat Kansas City and was first overall and now is looking up at the New York freaking Jets. I'm, I'm just uh, – I don't know. The vibe needs something there. And I'm not – maybe that's just what they say to us. I don't know. But that yeah, but bothered, I think, bothered me a little bit. No, I agree. I, I think 
I think if Josh would have came out with a different dude, it, it maybe it wouldn't rub me the same way after seeing Josh be so visibly upset. And then to have Vaughn, who everybody's allowed to have their own personalities. I'm not saying you all have to take losing the same way. I know they all hate losing. Like, like that's I'm not assuming that Vaughn hates losing. He said it, you know, it wasn't fun. We lost. But, but to say I had fun and it was great to go up against these great guys and give the Vikings his credit, like, to me, kind of bullshit. Yeah, I have no problem with giving the other team credit. And what you might say is, hey, I love the competition. Those guys are great players. And then go at it on your own team and the way you feel. And this has to stop. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, not like we're 6-3 and three and la-di-da. It's the NFL. You Correct. win or it's panic. And it should be panic. I don't mean panic that you can't figure it out. I mean where you feel like your season's on the line. Like, you feel that. Yeah. And maybe it's too hard for these guys to to, to feel that way after a game. But we're nine games in, Dan. And that kind of collapse. If, if this was in Minnesota, I might have felt differently. Things can get away on the road a little bit. You're at home. You're up 17. If this game was, if Case Keenum was in this game, I'd think about it differently. Like, if the, if they would have thrown the intercept, just yep. the interceptions yep. part, because you would have said, I'd look at different. I'd be like, well, it's Case Keenum. Yeah. So, again, um, when I talk about this Bills team, I've always thought about all the problems they've had, injuries, problems with the run game, problems with st- all that kind of stuff. But I've always held on to the fact that they got 17. And if yeah. you got 17, you're fine. Right now, he's not playing like that. And it's I think he wants to do so much. He's trying to do too much. Yep. But that ain't helping your team at the moment. And maybe this is just what all players need to learn. When it's so much is on you and you try to do too much. Yep. Not the, He does more than 111th. Breaking news: The quarterback does more than the other ten guys. Yeah, that's the way the world is. But man, his mistakes have been just glaring, and it's going to fall back on McDermott. I'm already saying Dorsey, and to Leslie Frazier too. Like, thirty-three points. Yeah, they give up a lot of points, and they're having a lot of issues. So, sickening loss, I'd say. Sickening loss. Yeah, it's in the big picture. Looking back, it's an NFC team. I get it. In the moment, it's the third loss. Now, get your shit together. Start playing better. They can beat every team left on their roster. They will probably still be favored. Am I missing a game that they won't be favored? No. This was the game that was the smallest spread for the the rest of the season. So, So, wake up, win games. Get yourself back in a spot. You'll get the Jets again. You'll get the Patriots twice. One last thing. You'll get the Dolphins. One last thing is is I feel like it goes back to the Packers game, which was their last win, where they just slept walk through the second half. And I remember Vaughn just kind of like talking about like, you know, we always talk about dominating teams. We kind of let our foot off the gas, and that's kind of what happens. Like, But I thought this team had that gear in game. Like they showed in Kansas City. Like they have shown – in Baltimore, where they they could shift into a gear and put teams away, and being up seventeen nothing and losing to me is the most concerning thing because you didn't put the team away. Yep, and that that run for the touchdown 
from Cook was massive. One, it was lightning fast. And two, you were up 17 and it was 10. And that Viking sideline is like, we're back in it. You put them, just like the Jets last week, right before half. Yep. You put them right back in the game. And then it was the Bills blinking. So a lot, a lot of problems. By the way, uh, let's, uh, let's lighten it up a little bit. A little bit before we go, uh, on the YouTube channel, you put Uncle Dan's best bets. Five and one. And your one loss. Josh Allen. Cost me. Bills, I had the Bills minus three and a half. I locked it on Friday when the, the spread got so low, thinking that Josh Allen wouldn't play. Bills are up four. If Josh takes a snap cleanly from Mitch Morris, I'm six and oh. That's a that's a that's a sweeping six pack. So here's what I want for you. Pay attention. YouTube every Friday, right? Yep. Every Friday, the best bets. I'm now nine games over 500, hitting over like 55% of my picks. You're cashing. Free money. Money. Free Free money. Dan's bringing that to you. Um, It's usually after other games. The feel was a little different, but. How was the food in the press box? So. They do Asian? They went with sort of like a little bit of like a Asian theme. They had like uh, some dumplings, I guess, and then some like. I like dumplings. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then some um, like uh, veg uh, rolls, like uh, spring rolls. Spring rolls. Yeah, it was okay. I think it was okay. The, uh, the the turkey Swiss roll was was fine. So was it what? No, I actually got I got a sandwich in this one. Remember the time I didn't get a, a sandwich? There was right, no- but was this you know usually what they feed you guys down there is abysmal. Yeah, was I mean it just become ice chips. No, not ice chips. Well, I also didn't eat it till halftime, so maybe it thawed out a little oh, bit. Oh, good. So that sandwich that was made in May. Correct. Thawed out in time for you to eat it at halftime. Ha- at halftime. Yeah. You have a nice relaxing halftime. You run in, you cut the highlights. And then run back out. You eat a sandwich real fast and run back out. You're more productive at halftime than the Bills have been. <laughs> Dan true. is going to speak to the team next yeah. week yeah. instead of Ken Dorsey. I don't know what Ken's telling him. It ain't working. So... It's just frustrating. Very frustrating. Dolphins win. Jets had a bye, right? Patriots had a bye, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, ugly week, and the Chiefs won again. So, ugly. I don't want to go back to Kansas City. Oh, God. That barbecue's okay, but, like, seriously. Still got work to do. Season's not over. But, boy, they put themselves behind the eight ball a little bit. All right, that's going to do it for us. Please make sure, again, give us a rating, give us comments, download the podcast, tell other people about it. And you guys know about the Buffalo Plus YouTube channel. Go there. We're closing in on 20,000 subscribers. Unbelievable. And we thank every one of you for doing that. And uh, some merch going to be given away soon. So that'll be nice if you go on the YouTube channel. Go ahead and uh, become a subscriber. So that's going to do it for us. For Dan, I'm Mike. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time on Buffalo Plus.